Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. We're here have a full boat. Is that a saying full boat? I don't know. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon, spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? I made the most money I have all year gambling on college football this weekend. So while this game sucked, I'm very happy with college football right now. I think you were down quite a bit when you left the house you must have had I a did. good cheater yeah i had i had tcu i had washington and i had florida state big i made a very foolish florida state bet that paid off very well yes um yeah speaking of foolish uh joining us is our producer seth block him on twitter it's at seta5 s-e-t-a-h-5 if you haven't done that already what is up seth well, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. DraftKings is uh, putting a new wing of their headquarters with my name on it for all the <laughs> donations I've been <laughs> casually making to their <laughs> Hancock Hall. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. All right. Well, um, we won't waste a lot of your time today. Actually, you know what's funny? Well, we'll talk about it here in a minute. We're here to talk about IU losing uh, to Ohio State, which I think no matter what our record, no matter what our 28th time, 28th yes. or 29th. It was 28th. Uh, it's been a lot since 1988. We've lost every game we've played against them. So um, we knew it was happening. We knew it from the very beginning of the season. We knew this was probably what was going to happen. So um, IU was this 14 to 56. Uh, Brandon's got a huge problem with the 14 points or score. So that they scored in the fourth quarter. I'll let him talk about that if he wants to um, a little bit later. A typical post game breakdown. We'll do, you know, any news maybe that happened between yesterday and today. Uh, today being Sunday night, and then we'll talk uh, what went right, what went wrong, stocks up, stocks down. Again, on the stocks, we don't hate these players. It's just where they are well, in the fan base. Well, the rise of the fan base. Oh, well, I have to say that, Brandon. So, um, so yeah, that's what we'll do. Cool. Let's get started. Uh, anything really breaking? I can't imagine other than uh, I'm assuming IU's got a new starting quarterback for the rest of the season. Um. And I an off season, and an and, off season, uh, and maybe next year. Maybe so next year. Dexter Williams uh, made his official, basically the full game. I mean, it was two, two drives by Baz, and they were like, "Nope, out." So that's uh, that was refreshing. And again, I think you will probably see him in here somewhere. Um, do we want to do what went right, what went wrong? Do you want to do I, that I, section? I have, I have a few. I'll let you few. do it. I'll let you. I'll let you handle it, Brandon. Go ahead. What went right for you? The people that listen know that I've been very critical of Walt Bell. Thought his play calling has been vanilla. I thought it, uh, you know, doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. But I liked it. There were actually slants that were ran. There were, um, 
there were there were some creative trick plays. Um, there was some nice quarterback uh, plays drawn up for Dexter. Um, still went three for 17 um, on third down. So, I mean, he doesn't get an A on his report card, um, but uh, he did improve. So I thought that went right. I thought the play calling um, uh, was, went right at least. Um, you already First mentioned. Season. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, were you going to say it or were you just going to talk no. about Dexie right here? Yeah, I was going to call it. Well, what I was going to say was. You just you finally seen what it's like to have his quarterback, not not even his quarterback, but his style of quarterback in his offense. It's a lot of read options where the where there's an actual read option, and it's a lot of you know we saw we saw down the field. Or you, oh wait, I'm sure you're going to talk about it. But we saw down the field passing for the first time, yeah, since a one play in the third quarter of Illinois. So, um, yeah, I'll let you keep going. Yeah, I thought Dex showed some things. Um, I'm going to cover this on what went wrong, um, but he's not working with a great wide receiver room, to be honest. He's missing his top two wide receivers and, re- and relying on some underclassmen. Um, so I think he showed me things, all things considered. Um, you know, his his debut more or less is against Ohio State, who is undoubtedly going to play in the college football playoff. Um, I think on the road, in bad weather, with not great options, I mean, when when you talk about it like that, I think Dexter Williams did everything, almost everything right he could. Uh, now, if you just look at the box score, yeah, you're not going to say that, but if you actually watch the game, I don't know how you couldn't say Dex does on, on the list of things that went right. And even though um, I think there's still a lot to ask from him, that A.J. Barner catch was sick. Like, I think that might be the offensive um like catch of the year um cams cams had some sick ones but he straight up mossed a uh ohio state player um baby cornerback that was trying to guard him and then and then he went full just rub it in ohio state fans face which i would do if i if i scored against them as well so everything about that barner play um was sick yeah that that's what i was going to shout at least for any of my like what went right would have been that um Anything else on that, or do you want to switch no. to what went wrong, or do we need sure. to do that? Side? Okay, go sure. ahead. Um, team tackling. I mean, we I actually praised it against Illinois because I was like, well, we don't have any studs at tackling, but we really rally behind the ball. That seemed to get worse and worse the entire year. Um, tackling is a major issue, and that's just execution and and reps. That's practicing. That's accountability. And that's just not happening. Um, the tackling is is downright atrocious. Now, I know it's Ohio State. I know they have some athletic freaks and beasts. Um, and if if it if I it was just this week, then I'd be like, okay. But th- this this trend has become all too familiar. Um, I've already brought up third down. Uh, you can't go three of seventeen. You're not going to beat anyone going three of seventeen. You're especially not going to give yourself a chance against Ohio State going three for seventeen. And again, the team athleticism, I mean, outside of Jalen Lucas and maybe Dexter Williams, there's not a whole lot of athletes on this team. Um, the the athlete, I mean, especially when you're playing a team against Ohio State on both sides of the ball, IU just needs to get more athletes. I, I don't know. Easier said than done, clearly. Um, but the team athleticism uh, needs drastic improvement. Yeah, there's not not a lot of speed 
on the outside. I mean, even when you had Camper, who was definitely not a speed guy, but I think you saw a little bit with Kobe. Um, I think Dexter missed him on one, just barely missed him on one down the sideline, too, that could have had another big one. But he did have one catch for 49 where he outran a few people. But that stretch in, man, it, we've we've talked about that all year. I mean, we haven't seen maybe Jacques Smith has some sort of, you know, quickness and athleticism to him. Um, we haven't seen really any of him. He's been injured all season. Um, you know, maybe some of the true freshmen possibly that haven't haven't seen the field yet. Maybe they'll maybe they'll offer that. But I think that's something that's going to have to be seeked um, through the transfer portal, if possible. If not, then you're going to find some more diamonds uh like Jalen. so um anything else you want to talk about there no seth you want to talk what went right what went wrong no i didn't think so cool i had um, one are we talking offense only still or no it doesn't matter yeah uh taiwan mullen uh i thought i had said uh in the preview podcast that this was going to be the most lucrative tape he could possibly put out there um I thought he had two TFLs, but I guess they must have been both at the line of scrimmage. He set the edge against the run a couple times very mm-hmm. well. He had three passes defended, and there are probably three or four other ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so say, at least one of them should have been a pick, and there should have been at least probably two or three other ones that he damn near got his hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, so he may have not gotten the PD, um, but he certainly had the uh, defensive coverage. Um, so w- when looking for wins, he was a he was a bright spot for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It was good to see that. That was the first time. I guess really against Penn State, he didn't play terrible either. We praised him in that game as well. So um, maybe turning it on late. I don't some, know. Some some enough, some so. some seniors have picked up their play. I think Jalen yeah. Williams has picked up their play. I think Taiwan Mullen. I think uh, Alfred Bryant. Alfred then there's Bryant's some, been huge. Yeah. And then and then there's been other seniors that have went the other way. Um, which I'm, I'm sure I will talk about later. Um, he's going to beat that dead horse probably, even though the stat line looks pretty good for that one, if that's the one you're talking about, but let's, uh, let's get into stocks up, um, real quick on offense. Uh, Brandon, I'll let you go. That's pretty Uh, obvious one. Dexter Williams. I mean, again, this could be the Dexter Williams pod, man. I'm he, he, he throws a good deep ball. His short passes have a lot to be desired. But one's easier to work on the other. Yeah. You can work on your short throws by repetition, repetition, repetition. You say. can't, you can't really teach, that. you can't Sorry, really keep arm strength and you can't really te- teach deep touch. Yeah. Um. And, and Dexter seems to have that. If you're picking one or the other, you're happy with the, uh, the, the deep ball uh, versus, versus the short and intermediate game. Yeah. We talked about Dex uh, with a, sh- he missed a short, like a screen. I don't know. It may have been blown up anyway, yeah. but. And a couple other short passes. We just, I mean, that's repetition. You said it. I mean, it's reps in practice. It's reps in, in game. It's, this is it really his second time of seeing any game ap- action. Um, and we talked about it on Saturday. I bet maybe going into this week, maybe he saw some first team snaps. Maybe. No chance. Um, but it, it, if anything, he's seeing second team snaps, scout team snaps. Um, Nothing with the first team. So he's not getting a lot of the, the real reps. He will the rest of the season. Um, and then going into spring ball. I mean, we assuming, freaking so. hope. Yeah. Tom Allen gave no like sign that Dexter Williams is starter the rest of the year. He'll be. I, I can't imagine that they go back to to Bass. They, you just you don't pull him that early in the game and then let Dexter finish it off. So we'll see. We'll see what he says tomorrow. I I, I 
it's him. It's it's CTA. He's probably not going to say anything, nope. but we'll see. Um, stock up for me was Dexter Williams. Um, I, I'm not sure there's really anybody else on offense. I mean, you could shout. Carters. Yeah, you could shout Barner a little bit. Smith. Decent. Yeah, you could shout Barner a little bit. You could shout MHB, Malachi Hope Bennett making an appearance. Um, he had a couple targets um that that Dexter missed where he was open you know I I don't know I guess if I had to pick I'll go AJ Barner just for the really for the catch I mean four catches and eight yards total is is nothing play Josh sales play Carter Smith I don't sales was hurt sales is hurt well when he gets back no more Parker Hanna okay Haggard's fine but no more Parker Hanna let let Carter Smith and Josh sales get as many reps as possible Seth, you were watching the O-line, Carter Smith. He held up pretty well. Uh, they had a ferocious pass rush, but there were several times that when uh, when it was either Baz or Williams were on their back, it wasn't really his fault. Um, there were a couple times where he would take the outside guy who would then try to loop inside. He would hand off, and that right guard wouldn't pick up. Um, so sometimes it looks like it's Carter Smith's fault, but... I, I wasn't seeing it. I thought he did really well. They even had some power runs right side, which kind of surprised me. I thought they'd probably lean left when they were running. Um, but some of their biggest pops went to the right side. So um, I was quietly impressed. I thought did, he was probably the, the most consistent right, ta- right tackle. Right tackle. I think okay. he was probably the most consistent right tackle we've seen um, over Years. the course of a game Years. all season. Yeah. Um, what was I? You were kind of saying something. I missed it. It's okay. That's all right. I was going to go somewhere with, with something and I, I spaced it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Their sacks came from linebackers mainly, right? Mm-hmm. You got Chambers. They, they, bl- they blitz a lot. I can, yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Chambers, Ransom, Sawyer, Ty Hamilton. I don't see any of their big defensive ends. JT had nothing. He had no TFLs, no sacks. And then who's the other guy? Uh, Harrison. Harrison, just one solo tackle. Right, that's it. So yeah. they did a pretty good job on the edge. A lot of it came up right up the middle. We saw that multiple times from Eichenberg and um, Ransom and Steel Chambers and stuff like that. So, but that was a, a good shout. Good shout to the O line, I guess. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but I mean, anything is an improvement on what it's been. So, um, stock down. Let's limit. Oh, a defense. Sorry, stock up on defense. Does anybody have anything here other than Taiwan Mullen? Desan continues to yeah, just improve. Nice, the yeah. the play that you and I were just drooling on is when he got double teamed by a tight end and a left tackle. He got pushed to the ground, popped up, and still caught Stroud at the knee to trip him up and force him. He was in three pass. technique too, wasn't he? He was he, down. Wasn't there was he? a and then there then there was the play. He was on three technique on the other side and got the fourth down stop. Yeah, that, that was, was the one on I was full, on the fullback quick hitter. That yeah. was the that was the one that made me. My, my holy spot. holy cow that guy is just incredible yeah what was his stat line let me see it's right here uh not great i mean not eye-popping or anything four solo tackles one tfl but again he was he was around it the majority he of the disrupted time. the game when he was in he did as have much one bad pass uh a coverage mix up i do remember i can't yeah he jumped he jumped he jumped on the inside he he had a touchdown scored on him that's right he he needed to stay in that kind of like cover two zone and he moved over into the slot and abandoned his area and it was a walk-in touchdown that's right yep but again true freshman 
Um, yeah. And he's been. And he's how been often is he put in coverage like that? Like, I'm not exactly sure Never. why they am playing corner. Like, that was weird. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird to see him out there. Usually that's somewhere where Noah, Noah was out mm-hmm. there. But we saw a couple different things. We saw Matt Holt. He did yeah. a pretty good job. I mean, the guy just made a, a perfect throw and a, a perfect catch. Um, but it, he, they stuck him on, uh, what was his name? Stoner? Cade Stoner or whatever? Stover. Stover. Stover um, stuck him on him, and I thought he did a pretty good job the one time that they, they put him on him. But um, Okay, stock down offense. Oh, hold on. Are we on oh, the sorry, same page that uh, Holt needs to be given a scholarship uh, as soon as the semester is no, over? I, would, I hope so. I would think okay. so. Okay. I would think so. Um. Stock down offense. Baz. Yeah. No more. I don't want to say anything else about him. I'm going to get mad. I'm happy on a Sunday. The Steelers won. My fantasy football team did good. I'm not getting bad. Stock down is Baz. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, stock down offense for me. I I don't think there really is anybody else to pick. I mean, that's, I mean, that's it. That's it. I mean, we've seen Parker Hanna, you know, the offensive line. Yeah. If you want to individually pick offensive line people, uh, I don't really know. I mean, Henderson didn't have a terrible game. I mean, 3.6 yards a carry on seven carries. You got Shivers with this typical two and a half. Lucas didn't have a great game running the football. But I, I, yeah, it, it was it was Lucas. It was the first time his athleticism got matched. Mm-hmm. You, you you saw that like he. This may be a little bit of, you know, hyping him up over, but I think he has been probably the most athletic on either side of the ball almost the entire year that was neutralized yeah. in this game yeah they did i'll give a stock down on special teams and seth seth claims he ran into somebody i think there was a kick return he probably could have taken to the house where iu had two on one blockers against one player on ohio state and it's almost like the two the two blockers almost just assumed he was down already or something because they just didn't do anything and he popped right up and was in their face like, dude, what are you guys doing? Um, I think that was at 14 nothing. So that could have been a, a, a huge game changer at that point. But, um, you know, would that have done a whole lot? I don't know. But, it, you know, you never know. So um, stock down defense, Brandon. Unless Seth had something on offense. You have something on offense? No. Okay. Defense, go ahead. The, the safeties. Monster yeah. Matthews. His play is embarrassing. And I mm-hmm. think it's just effort and commitment like he's making bonehead true freshman mistakes like stuff that a fifth year senior just does not do and bryant fitzgerald has turned back into a pumpkin his play wasn't as bad as monster matthews uh, but the dude can't tackle anymore and if you're not going to be able to tackle you should at least make plays in the past game and he is repeatedly behind a receiver um so the, the safety play is just abysmal um and it's by two guys you really wish you would have been able to rely on um i mean i i'm i'm hoping for the days we had mark murphy and greg heben um because that was better than than what uh monster matthews and brian Fitzgerald are doing yeah um i'm gonna go stock downs with our stock down with our defensive ends i noted them as that that being a pretty uh, important position in this game to get pressure on Stroud. Uh, we had a zero sacks on the game. Uh, the number one defensive end tackler, true freshman from Valparaiso, Indiana, Cooper Jones, with two tackles, um, and which made me look through the list of people on the box. Uh, the box score. We've got Caden Turner played Brandon 
three tackles for Caden Turner. Cooper Jones got some time. Isaiah Jones got some time. So the true freshmen are getting out there in garbage time while other teams are doing <laughs> something that had Brandon spewing uh, an, ar- an arrangement of swear words that were inappropriate to say on, on the podcast. Well, um, and, and and also inappropriate around impressionable little ones. I mean, we, we had a kid that was uh, 15 months, three years and four years rounding up um, all, all things you should not say around children. So I won't be surprised if I'm not invited back to your house. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing they haven't heard before. I'm sure um, probably heard it today, but they were happy yells. So it's fine. Um, cool. That's, I mean, that's what I've got Seth, Stock down defense, and then we'll we'll move on and, and start to wrap it up. Yeah, I don't want to piggyback off the safety speech too much, but the tight ends and coverage have been just dreadful, and then the goal line pass defense is just atrocious. Yeah, man. The when when, when it, Monster thought nothing. it was coverage, and he just ran to his area. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The gap wide open. That was for a I, run, I think. And yeah, yeah. That I yelled a very loud four letter cuss word when that <laughs> happened. Um. <laughs> Ah, uh, jeez. So, um, yeah. So there, there we go. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I wanted to to say one more thing about what Seth was talking about there. We kind of praised Jalen Williams, but Jalen Williams and and Monster Matthews. I think it was a fourth and goal from the three, or third and third and goal from the three. One of the two. The one that made it a fourteen nothing. They. Uh, two great plays one great play on on uh harrison jr and then another good play i think they were both back to back on mullen um in the end zone kept him out and then they allowed a just a, a three yard um turnaround hitch in the end zone and they're both standing around him within three yards probably and just looking at each other like what are we doing you can't have that from two people that have been on the team since 2017 like that's ridiculous, but um okay cool. Let's get into uh the sponsor, and then we'll do predictions, and then we'll do randos and all that fun stuff. Then we'll wrap it up. The sponsor is Monon Track Club. I'm wearing a Monon Track Club shirt. They can attest to it. I promise. I'm not lying. MTC is Indiana's running brand, built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to create or su- sell uh, support. I'm not even going to take that out. Support add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link. I don't even need to talk about it. Just check out the link. It'll be in the show notes. Shop all the gear, like the shirt I got on. Look at their club runs, all that cool stuff. As a thank you to our listeners, they're offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout. Now back to the show. I won the predictions, guys, for the first time maybe in the history of the podcast. Seth had IU7, Ohio State 52. Would have been close. Would have been close had it not been for me. Brandon with IU10, Ohio State 48. And then... For me, IU 17, Ohio State 56, nailed the 56, just missed the 17. Um, would have liked to see Chucky go out and hit one of those like 50 yarders or something. Where instead, we went forward and missed it or something. I can't remember which one it was, but there it is. Um, Brando's Randos, let's go. All right. Um, so, what Michael keeps alluding to is. Ohio State keeping their first team defensive players in, not just to start the fourth quarter, not just halfway. They didn't pull their starters until sub five minutes left. 
Eichenberg was still chasing Dexter Williams well, well into the fourth quarter. Like they didn't just see what happened to their running back situation. They're on RB three, who's still a stud. So like they put themselves in running back situation, yet they didn't learn at all. I, I supported Ryan day uh, on this podcast. I, I talk about him highly. That was insulting. It was disrespectful. And I hope the karma police were listening. Um, were you guys as mad as I was, or at least noticed it? Like, am I way off in this? The in two this throws from McCord with under five minutes to go mm-hmm. were absolutely like habitual line stepper maneuver. You cannot. That's so disrespectful. And, and, and they um, did the still fake punt with Rutgers. Them, it, it, they did the fake punt with Rutgers too. Like this is starting to get really, really annoying. Um, it's something that I'm gonna watch um the rest of this year and, and go on, and I'm gonna call it out every time. Um, play with some class, act like you've been there because you have been there, Ohio State. Um, your your first team offense, first team defense do, do not need these reps, especially against Indiana. Either you're gonna hurt or you're gonna hurt somebody, and it's BS. I was also worried about the Cameron Babb uh, avalanche that we we're going to start seeing, like, you know, um, the athletic trainer get put in at running back and go in at goal line, like third and one. Like, how many other, like, I don't want to say sob stories. That's not what I'm trying to say. But, like, you know, how many other legacy touchdowns were they going to try to get out of that game? That was, we had to look that up because we had switched the game at that point because guess what? The game was over, even though they were still throwing out first teamers and everything um, to go back to that one. I wasn't as mad. I think we, we chatted about this on Saturday. I had seen it the day before USC did it to Colorado. USC was up. Uh, I, I had the line. I had them. I had them on the line 35, 34 and a half. And they were at, uh, up 28, 28 or 30. And uh, with a minute to go, on the ball or with the ball, uh, Colorado's 13 yard line went down and scored the football through the ball, didn't run it threw it and scored. And I was like, okay, well, if this is what, Ohio, if that's what USC is going to do, Ohio state's going to do the same thing. So Ohio state just continued to do it. And as far as you worrying about them hurting their players, F them. That's what I have to say. Get hurt. I don't care. That's up to you. That's why Ryan day is a bad coach. He just gets paid a lot of money to be there. And every, and as your wife said, it's Ohio State. It recruits itself. You, you're out of defenses at that point. But um, there you go. Move on. What's next? Uh, all right. What? Uh, bye bye, Baz. My question is, what level of play is Baz? Is he even AAC? I mean, I could see him pulling a Rocky Lombardi and going to the Mac. But I think that may even be an, in, an insult to Mac football. He's um, better than Mac. Um, he, 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 his QBR is out of the top 100. There's 100 other quarterbacks that have a better QBR than he does. I'm going to say it before he does. Seth told us. Seth told us it was coming. He told us he he got beat out. What did he get beat out by? True freshman? Brady Cook. Brady Cook. Who hasn't done much. So he saw it coming. We should have seen it coming. We didn't. We were blinded by the light. That is Missouri football. I, I was I I've been ripping Casey Thompson of Nebraska. I've been ripping Bo Nix. I would love to have either one of them. I mean, Bo Nix is a top five quarterback in the entire country right now, which is kind of crazy. Oh, um, yeah. 
I was just looking up to see what the Miami, Ohio, and the Ohio quarterback situations were. Both of them are juniors, and Miami's quarterback is uh, Gabbert's younger brother. So um, <laughs> Missouri ties. Yeah, yeah. I I don't. Know. I mean, shoot. I'd rather have John Reese Plumley. I mean, I, I watched a, quite a bit of that UCF Tulane game. John Reese Plumley is better than Baz. I don't know where to put him. I think he's. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, he's not. He's not good enough. He's not good. Enough. He's a good backup. Decent backup in the Big Ten. There you go. Um, next. Last last question I have here: How freaking good is Marvin Harrison Jr.? Like top ten, maybe top five pick. Not this year because he's not eligible, so he has to wait till the twenty twenty three draft or twenty twenty four draft. But oh, his catch was probably the best college catch I've seen all year. Oh, I don't know incredible. how he kept his inside. I don't think I've ever seen someone move their inside foot like that to keep it all the way in. Wow. Just wow. And Sanguinetti like held his left leg yeah. up just long enough out. so that he could switch yes. his landing leg. That was was he switched the leg he intended to land on yeah. mid landing. Yeah, because in Sanguinetti's trying to hold grab his leg and throw mm-hmm. him out of bounds. Yep. It, yeah, insane. Incredible. Uh, Joel Klatt, who I had a lot of bad words about um, during the broadcast, uh, during the broadcast, did say he was the best non-quarterback player that he's seen in college football and like covering games. So I don't know if I'd go that far. He's well, he's very good. All of the hatred I got for saying that he might be better than his dad in our group text. And then, you know, the proverbial hype machine that is Gus Johnson, who is just toot tooting his way through a what three and a half hour Ohio State infomercial, including like what a 45 second clip of yeah. him giving a speech at Ohio like State. Damn near crying about uh, what was his name? Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Owens. Yeah. Jesse Owens. Yeah. A super American hero. Absolutely. Yes. Don't get me wrong. That's a great story. Um, Gus Johnson had nothing to do with nothing it, by the way. At all. Um, he Didn't was not alive State, in 1932 right? or yeah, exactly. Um, he's, I, I don't know if he's ever even been to Germany. We'll see. Um, but, uh, so for him to be like, he's on pace to be better than his daddy and all that <laughs> stuff. I, I felt a little vindicated. So I'll, I'll just say that. Uh, first, can we, let's pump the brakes. <laughs> let's pump the brakes on him being better than his dad. His dad is a, is a hall of famer. And is one of the best wide receivers in the history of the game. Can we just let's, and apparently let's has famous famous choppy steps that you know everybody knows about Marvin Harrison and his choppy steps. If you're if you're a Colts fan, you knew about it. Has <laughs> Gus Johnson been to Germany? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> that's the part of the part. That's the portion of the podcast we're at right now. Googling yes. travel. There's nothing that Gus says Johnson. that he has been to Boom. Germany. Internet proven, never been to Germany. Yes. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right, Brandon. That's all I got, man. Okay, <laughs> Seth. You put me to sleep with that one. God, that's too much Gus Johnson. I can't take Gus Johnson at 930 on a Sunday night. That <laughs> was that was tough. Sorry. Um, South Alabama. USA. Won again uh, Saturday over Texas State. They're now eight and two and will be favored in their last two games. We'll probably get the short shaft uh, for losing to Troy early in the season. Won't play in the... Um, Oh shoot! What conference? That was a bar nobody burner, cares. They're in, conference they're, USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten to six, they lost to Troy. Yeah. Um, 
telling you, put the feelers out, guys. Start watching USA football. That's all I got for you. Okay, good. Good. We can be done. Um, and we don't need to do final statements, right? We're good on that. Okay, cool. Be sure to check out the pod. It's on Twitter. It's at podcast LEO. Um, we will be back in a few days to preview the game against Michigan State, who Seth is incredibly confident that we will beat. So we'll see uh, how he is on Wednesday. Hey, I think they have a chance. The, the biggest problem you have is Dexter Williams now has three and a half quarters of tape on him. Yeah, that's the that's what if, if he came in brand new. It'd be it'd be hard to we'll hard see. to. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Let's get thorny, baby. Yeah, we do have Peyton Thorn, and I can't wait for that over under on how many times the other thorn comes out of Brandon's mouth during that podcast. But it, either way. At Podcast LEO is where you can find us on Twitter. Be sure to download, rate, review, and follow on all of our platforms. Again, still working on the other one, Stitcher, Snitcher, whatever it was called. I can't remember. We're still working on it. Um, until then, we love you guys, LEO. LEO. USA. USA. Oh, sorry, LEO. He said it kind of at the end. LEO. Awesome day. LEO. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. LEO. All right. Great. LEO. Appreciate you guys. LEO. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day, Elio. Have a great day, Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day, and Elio. Oh, thank you so much, Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that, Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day, Elio. Awesome, Elio. Elio.